I am your host, Chad. I am the host, Milman. Chad Millman. You're not allowed to uh, mock me in front of me. You, you two were almost in, in sync in there. The, it really in was the close. Podcast. That's like. It's it's disrespectful. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not that nasally. <laughs> Am I that nasally? Well, you now know you what, are. You know what's nice? You know what's nice? Blackjack? Blackjack? What's nice? You and I, together again, staring into each other's eyes. Me getting a close look at your chest hair and gold rope chain behind your gold lame jacket in which you are wearing no shirt. No shirt. Together again. Oh, how I've missed you. For the first time in, like, months, actually. Yeah, well, what you, know. You, you know what happened? I blame Matt Ford, the producer. Uh, I'm blaming Matt Ford for not being in the room right now, yeah. so. I'm blaming Matt Ford for not being here and leaving Antonio to mock me. If Matt was here, he would have mocked you worse. So true. Um, no, but Matt Ford somehow decided to tear us apart in sort of the way we did the podcast and i being a leader was like i'm putting my foot down mm. this is all bull bull crap you call it being a leader i'm just gonna say you were jealous that me and laduca became closer than me and you you and laduca have a very popular radio show on channel 87 the fantasy network on sirius every morning from 9 to 11 a.m eastern just gonna uh, cc that comment to my agent you don't need uh you don't need more podcast time you and I, however, you know what we need to do. This is like this is like therapy for it's us. Like preseason. Yeah. Well, I was thinking it's more like, like couples counseling. I was thinking more like preseason. Like we're getting into it. Like we got to get ready for the NFL season. Because <laughs> last one went so well. You and me, baby. You and me. You and me. I think the song me. is "You and I." Also, no. that's proper grammar. No. Nobody, baby, but you and me. I think it's like uh, you're just making something up. Right no, now. it's by Penny in the Quarters. Okay, that's not a thing. How much you want to bet? I'm li literally looking it up. Antonio, right are you looking it up? Yeah. All right, both of you guys can look it up. Are you ready to do some hardcore gambling conversation? Hardcore, because if you're it's not the only hardcore, way I do it. we got Eastern Conference Finals tied two-two. We got Western Conference Finals sweep. We got NBA Finals that we gotta discuss. We got Stanley Cup <laughs> Finals that we gotta discuss. You had Dale Earnhardt Jr. on the show, on the serious show. Yeah. There's a couple of questions I want to ask you about that. <sighs> Do you feel like talking to me baseball? I made a baseball futures bet. Sure. What do you want to talk about first? Do you want to talk about NBA? We should probably go with what's relevant topically and go with the NBA. Look at you. You got a radio show, and all of a sudden you're like, I know what we should do on something. Well, someone Let's has to do it. talk about something relevant topically. Like, you've never used that phrase in your life. Somebody has to be the adult in the room, and somehow that's become me. Why are you looking at Antonio when you say that? Because <laughs> he knows. He knows. People see what's going on. So, Six months till I have your job. Over under. Me? Yep. Six months, do any of us have a job? You've, That's the question. You've, you've made me become the adult in the room. Uh, what's, the, what's the line on that? Over, uh, under, you said six months? Under six months until I'm head of content at the Action Network, minus 120. I would take the plus money on that. 
Good luck with that, buddy. Yeah. You don't realize I'm slowly usurping your role. It's not slow. This is a, this is a long con. I'm so keen politically. I know how to maneuver. I'm glad you think so. What do you think of the Bucks Raptors? Uh, Let's talk about it for a second. Wow. Can we be real here? Wow. Look, uh, I... All right. You're taking too long. I like Toronto I in the series. I was on the Bucks last night of at minus three. Of course you were because you Heavy. and everyone else Heavy. at this company was um, not me and not Paul LaDuca. Paul LaDuca had 40 units on the Raptors. I was not quite that heavy on them, but... You had the Raptors. Yeah, I like Toronto. Um, I think that this... I said it from the beginning. I thought this was seven games. I still think it's seven games. Toronto displayed last night to me a lot of toughness, like mental toughness, because I wasn't... I, I thought after game three, even though they won game three, I thought they were done, because it took everything in the world to go right for them, Giannis to score 12 points, and double overtime for them to get a win. That felt like a recipe for disaster. And then they come out in game four, and they control it. I mean, they controlled that game start to finish. And I, I, I love what they did in what was Kawhi Leonard's worst game of the playoffs. So why do you – but I don't really understand why you were betting on the Raptors if they needed all those things to be true. Because Milwaukee shouldn't have been a favorite on the road in that game. They shouldn't have been a three-point favorite. No I, you know what's funny? I did think it was weird. I thought it was like a massive over-adjustment. And I thought it was weird when sort of some of the sharpest people at Action Network started betting on Milwaukee, too. I'm like, I don't know, man. This seems a little weird. And, uh, but I went with it just because I hadn't done my research yet. And the people I thought were really smart were doing it. And that's how I live. I got to get some action. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they – listen, the, the bench production for Toronto was outstanding. I mean, Norman Powell. How the hell does he shoot 13 threes in a game? I, I don't I – didn't, I didn't even know he had that shot in his arsenal, let alone 13 There times. was a stat last night during the game that this was the most points he had had since a 2007, in a playoff game since 2017. I thought that was a random fact. Like, it's only two years ago, and yeah. it's Norman Powell. It's not like right. it's Michael Jordan right. scoring 75, and he normally scores 40. Yeah. It's Norman Powell, who might normally score like 15 at the most, getting 25 in the first half or whatever. Yeah. Like. That wasn't a stat that was like Barstool always does that saber metrics thing. Yes, that felt like a saber metrics. Saber metrics. DMT. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I still like Toronto because I think I think Toronto over these last few years of kind of getting their ass handed to them by LeBron James in the playoffs. I think they've developed a little bit of a thick skin. I think they're tougher than than uh, we give them credit for. Particularly Kyle Lowry. I've become a big fan of Kyle Lowry in these playoffs. Guy's a bulldog, man. Plays defense, hard-nosed. You know, he's the guy that'll get out there. He'll take a charge. He's, he's uh, enthusiastic on defense. And when he's putting up 25 points, you're not beating the Raptors. Do you feel like Kyle Lowry is thinking that this is a bittersweet experience for him? because Without DeRozan? Without DeRozan, without DeMar DeRozan. But, like, Kawhi Leonard is so good. He's like, oh, my God, this guy Kawhi versus, oh, I kind of wish my best friend was here. I'm sure there's a little bit of him wishing DeRozan was there, but... I also think, I mean, it's no secret Kawhi Leonard, uh, Kawhi, not Kawhi, Kyle Lowry doesn't really have a great relationship with the Raptors front office. I, mean, I think that's been well documented. But you also have to recognize this is probably his best chance to win a title. And I'm sure he knows that. So, yeah, if you can ride Kawhi Leonard into the finals and, you know, give it a run, see what happens. I do love the way both of these cities, this is not gambling specific, but... In Toronto, they've got Jurassic Park, and in Great Milwaukee, cities. they've got 
what do they call it? Like the Deer something, Deer yeah. Valley or whatever. Yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah. The outdoor experiences that these fans are having, it makes the game so much bigger. It makes them feel like such magnificent events. It does. And that, that's the thing that I've really enjoyed about these playoffs without LeBron in. Because if LeBron was in this on Cleveland or whatever, you knew. You knew what was happening. It would have taken a monumental upset. But now, like, all these cities are kind of into it. Everyone's been really into it. You saw it even in Portland, you know, how, how excited that city was to make it back to the conference finals. Toronto has been so enthusiastic about supporting the Raptors. Milwaukee, it, it's added excitement having a little bit of unknown. Yeah, no, it's great. I think we're going to be on opposite sides of who we think wins this series, though. We've got, you know, it's now a best of three series, and I'm going to be on Milwaukee. Here's the problem with that. I think Milwaukee I'm wins game five. I'm thinking it. Is that what you're saying? No. About? I think Milwaukee wins game five. I don't think they cover. I think that line is stupid. Why don't we seven. look at Is it it's seven? That is Milwaukee insanity. minus seven for game five. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Seven points. I'm going to look in the Action Network app, which is what? Free. That's right. Uh, it's Milwaukee minus seven. It's uh, an insane number to have out there. That is nuts. All right, so I probably won't bet Milwaukee minus seven. It's but Milwaukee. I do think Milwaukee wins the game. Um, they play differently at home. Giannis is going to get more calls at home. They'll play better there. I think the Raptors hold court in game six. And then, listen, if you're giving me a game seven, I, I love the Bucs. They're a great team. Giannis is great. But the Raptors are a team that's been tested. They've been down this road before. Kawhi Leonard's a guy with championship experience. You saw how important that was in game seven against the Sixers. I, I don't think Milwaukee has that level of experience to get it done in a game seven. I don't care that it's in Milwaukee. I would take Toronto in a game seven. I don't think Kawhi Leonard's letting that team lose a game seven. I don't. I don't think it's happening. He might not be able to function by game seven. That's true, but I think that the Raptors have also found a way to limit Giannis's effectiveness. You're not going to stop him. But like, can we talk for a second about how bad he is from the free throw line? Chad, he had so, two air balls. Yeah, what was that? And I mean, almost a third. This guy is an all-world player. And I'll be perfectly honest with you, I didn't realize he was this bad from the free throw line until yeah. this series. And I think Toronto has figured it out that if he gets in the lane, you're going to hit him. You're going to hit him pretty hard, make him make the free throws, or settle for a jump shot. Because he's not a great jump shooter either. He's all right, but he's not great. And I think they figured out how to limit him a little bit. I'm trying to think of something that rhymes with uh, freak that could be like hack-a-shack. Um, on the radio show today, Paul started referring to him as Giannis. I can't hit the hoop dough. That's what he was calling him. I got to say, it almost feels like a rare moment of clarity for Leduga. <laughs> I... No, the rare moment of clarity was when he accurately corrected the grammar of a Newsday reporter on Twitter. That was a shocking moment. He did that too? He did yesterday. I was stunned. Maybe he's learning from us. That's not likely. Um, Broken clock, my man. Broken how, clock. How many... So Giannis, his... Uh, I mean, his... his um, Props are always kind of amazing, right? Because they're so bloated. They're like oh, yeah. over under 13 and a half rebounds, over under 27 and a half points, um, over under five and a half assists for a guy who plays in the paint and is, you know, yep. seven, seven, 800 pounds. So, but it's hard for me to look at these numbers and never think, 
Oh, yeah. He's going over. The only one that actually looks even hardest to me is the rebounds. Like, I look at the 27 and a half points in a game five, and I'm like, at home, yeah. Of course he's going to do that. I play it over. Uh, the 13 and a half rebounds to me, though, that feels like an under. It's a lot, too, because they have a lot of big bodies on that. Better team. price on that, too. Now, I know a lot, of the, a lot of their bigs play out on the perimeter, but there's a lot of guys on that team that hustle for rebounds. I mean, hell, that kid off the bench, Connaughton. I mean, that, that guy. Love that guy. My God. Have you seen anybody make more of the minutes they're playing in a playoff game than him? I just wish he'd hit a shot. Eh, it's not his thing. I really guy. do. He's like TJ McConnell, just taller. I really wish he'd hit a shot. I just feel better for him. Uh, the other one I'm looking at is Eric Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe, Gee. what is going on there? 11 of 45. I expected him. 45. I expected him to be a lights out superstar in this series. He's been bad. This is a. I thought this series. would be a coming out party for Terrible. him. Terrible. Terrible performance. So his time. totals are all depressed like yep. 11 and a half points, four and a half assists, three and a half rebounds, like one and a half three point field goals made. Like you these are the right it. numbers based on how yeah, he's playing. But man. He's been, atro- he's been atrocious. He's been really bad. I mean, he, he's playing worse than Kyrie Irving did in the last round against Milwaukee. He's having just an awful series. And again, I think a lot of that credit goes to Kyle Lowry. He's played really good defense. So they're going to play the Warriors. Somebody's going to play the Warriors. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be on opposite sides for the rest of this series. I'm going to be on Milwaukee. Um, I think it's going to be a seven-game series. Yep. You're going to be on Toronto. You basically think Kawhi is going to best Giannis. In game um, seven, yes. In game seven, which is interesting. I'm feeling a little sentimental about the Bucks too. Um, you know, they just feel like a fun 70s and 80s team to me. I'm excited about sort of Milwaukee becoming a basketball town again. Toronto's a better city. Toronto's a pretty great city. Toronto's a great city. Yeah. Can't argue with that. It's a great town. Canada's a great country. I love Canada. I love Toronto. Toronto is New York without any of the bad stuff. No, it's more like Chicago. Dude. People aren't getting gunned down all over Toronto, buddy. Look, you're an idiot. It's all the good things about New York without the bad. It's the world's third largest English-speaking theater district. You could say that okay. about... Then you could say it's Chicago, too. Like, people aren't getting gunned... It's, it's like all the things about no, Chicago without the bad. Okay. Yeah, but let's be honest. New York's got more going on than Chicago does. Not really. It's the reason it's called the second city. It's not because it's second to New York. It's because of the politicians. <sighs> You're going to make a case for Chicago over New York? I'm going to make a case for... Then why for, isn't this company headquartered in Chicago? I'm going to make a case for uh, betting on Serge Ibaka under nine and a half rebounds. I or mean, am I going to make a case for over nine and a half rebounds? That's a crapshoot. And it's not a bet that's really worth taking. It is. You're right. could go either way. It's not... There's no value there. I think Giannis under 13 and a half and over 27 and a half is the best play. I would like both of those, yeah. yeah. I'd go over on the points. Under Look at you agree with me. So when we get to the finals and they have to play the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> I mean, this is silly. No well, one's beating the Warriors. Right. So how do you bet that series then? Do you start betting it like. You got to bet how many games? Warriors in. If it's Milwaukee, I think it's Warriors in five. Um, if it's Toronto, it's Warriors in six. No. Okay. I think it's Warriors and six against, against the Bucks. I mean, you can think that. That's fine. Do you want to bet right now that's what it's going to be? Um, if you we, want, here's what we can do. Here's what we can do. We should probably wait till next week once the Eastern Conference Finals are over. But, I mean, if you want to be premature, that's right. your thing. Uh, I will tell you. Oh, I get what you're doing there. 
you, you think you're so funny. Like, you make... I didn't say anything. You make a joke. I didn't you say anything. You make a joke, and then you look around, like, hoping Antonio noticed. Guess what? Antonio, once he was finished mocking me, stopped paying attention to the podcast. He started looking at his phone. He's returning emails. He's working on something else. He was not thinking, oh, what's the sophomore joke? It's all right. Blackjack's going to Connor make. Davidson's here, and he has the... Uh, you know, sense of humor of a six-year-old, so I'm good. Connor always looks like he's smiling. He wasn't listening to you either. Oh, he heard it. He heard it. Besides, I don't know what you're talking about. What I'm going to say is when we bet the finals, yeah, we can just bet double or nothing on what you owe me from the NCAA tournament. Okay. You want to do that when we actually know the finals? Yeah, fine, but you still haven't paid me. Well, you know, I could say the same to you. Is it because you're trying to buy a shirt? Uh, This is a choice, my friend. This is a choice. Is it a choice not to pay me for my bet? Is that, is uh, that I need to turn? get female listeners on this show somehow. Dude, the last couple of events we've had as Action Network, the female population has risen exponentially. We've only had two events. Right. And the first one we had like five or six, and the next one we had about 20. Well, one was in Las Vegas. So? All right. So what are we doing here with the West? Are we talking about the West? You just said you want to talk about the West. We're 20 minutes in, and we've, we've covered one series. Well, there's nothing left to say about the West. There's no reason for anybody to bet anything other than Golden State in the finals, right? Of course not. I mean, you, without okay. KD. Yeah. Warriors are better without We did him. an experiment uh, on the Action Network in which we, um, to sort of, to make the debate about Warriors with or without KD tangible, uh, we simulated on NBA 2K Warriors with and Warriors without. Oh, and that's, that's real sound logic. Video game simulation. It's great. And what was the result? Sean Corner, a.k.a. the odds maker on mm-hmm. Twitter, probably the most brilliant person working at the Action Network, uh, created a line for the game after watching a bunch of games, and he set it at 7.5 with the KD Warriors. The KD Warriors, of the six nah. games we played, won by an average okay. of 18.5 points. Okay. I, I mean, that's video game world. Um, video games don't take into account like the actual change in style of that team without Kevin Durant. Of course they do. No, Chad, it doesn't. It doesn't do that. That's not how a fucking video game works. Why are you getting so Because frustrated? seven and a half, listen, I love Sean Corner and he's, he's great at what he does, but you cannot tell me, I know most of these Warriors games happen past your bedtime, but you have seen some of them. I've watched the first half of all of them. You can't tell me that this team doesn't look more comfortable, more engaged, and more fluid without Kevin Durant. Listen, the ball does not stop. I don't like it does when he's there. I don't deny any of that. I don't deny a single thing that you just said. All I'm saying is that the video game takes into account pace of play, takes into account style of play, and in this scenario, the KD Warriors were better by seven and a half points. So I'm asking you, do you think this team is better with or without Kevin Durant? This team with. I will disagree with you. I think that Steph Curry, I've had this conversation with Rob Perez. Steph Curry is, has to be the most unselfish superstar in the last 25 years. Yeah, he's amazing. The fact that he has voluntarily taken a back seat to bring Kevin Durant in. And now that Durant's out, we all kind of sit back and say, oh, shit, Steph is really good. Like, look at what he's doing. 30 plus every night. And he was not having a good playoffs before this. Like, up that first series and a half, 
Steph Curry was not playing well. Durant goes down. He steps right up. Draymond Green. How about Draymond Green? That dude has played out of his mind. Contract here. It's not a contract here. It's not? No. I heard it was. KD and Clay are free agents. Durant, Green's Wh- got one more. When is Draymond? In? Oh, next year. One more. Oh, man. He's, he's banking in right now. Draymond Green has played outstanding. I think this team's style is more suited to not having an ISO player. Yeah, that is clear. That's always been clear. But it doesn't mean that a team is going to be better without the greatest player in the world who can do things that are so freakish that nobody can stop him. So you're Why not? Never, they lost four playoff games with Durant and none without him. You're never going to convince me that this is a better team without Durant. I just told you, they lost four playoff games with him, none without him. The ball can bounce. The ball can bounce. They're like 32-1 and one without Kevin Durant. It's a better team with Kevin Durant. Disagree. When Steve Kerr says to me, we're better without Kevin Durant. Steve when, Kerr's not going to say that. When Steph Curry they says wanna to me, resign him. we're better without Kevin Durant. Why would they say that? Why would they say that? If, if, there's, if they know You'd they're like so the, much better okay. without Kevin Durant, why are they even going to try to sign him? Because, Chad, it's an issue of depth. You want as many great players as you can have. So that should something You get happen, more depth without Kevin Durant. No, you do not, because their cap situation, the way it's structured, they, they can't replace Durant with a guy of Durant's value. That's not the way the NBA cap works. They're over. They will still be over if Durant's gone, because they're going to have to give Clay a max deal. So they can't replace Durant, let's say it's $30 million, with another $30 million. They don't have it. What do you set the odds at that uh, Kevin Durant stays in, in Gold State? I think it sounds like he's gone, but I don't get it, man. It's something that I will never understand. Like, if you look at it from, forget basketball, just as like a life decision. You're living out in the Bay Area. You're making as much money as you can make anywhere else, right? There's no, there's no more money you can make somewhere else. It's the same money. You are working with the people that are the absolute best in your field. And you're succeeding at the highest possible level every single year. Why would you give that all up to go and work with lesser coworkers in a lesser environment and have less success for the same money? Why? Well, I don't know. Let me think about this. Once upon a time, I ran uh, editorial for ESPN Digital. Out of business. I uh, had a massive office with a best-in-class company and about 500 people that worked for me and was making like so you're much walking, more. You're walking right into so this. So much more than I'm making now. To go work with yahoos like you, keep coming in an Come office on. space that, like, you picked. By the way, like it's falling apart every day. People make those bad choices all the time. And let me ask you: a year and a half in, would you go back and do it again? Totally. No, you wouldn't. Oh my god, I completely would. You regret that decision every day. No, I regret. No, when I you, regret when you get usurped. You're going <laughs> to regret it every day. I'll regret it then. But until then, I'm not going to regret it. But seriously, why would you leave Golden State if you're Durant? Like, what, why would you do that? Why do you leave ESPN if you're Millman? Well, because ESPN, the magazine, was going out of business. Obviously, I was you run- ran I, it into the ground. I wasn't even running ESPN, the magazine. I was right, running something bigger. You already ran that into the ground. Someone Dude. had to try to save it. I think I made my point. Right. You made a bad decision, so Kevin Durant's going to make one too. You make the decision because sometimes you want to go off and strike on your own. Like, he, he didn't get it done in Oklahoma City. 
He got it done in Golden State. He seems to be a very prideful person who takes snipes at people on Instagram when they're sort of making comments about this he team being better. He seems soft. So, like, I think he wants to go out and prove that he okay. can do it himself. But let me ask you something. Would you disagree that he seems soft? Personally. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking on the court. I mean, like, he seems to be bothered by, like, the noise and what people say about think, him. I don't think he's soft. I think he seems sensitive. Okay, then is New York the place to go, Chad? Is no, this I, the place to go? Because I've heard people say, Who's saying oh, he's going to New York? It's what everyone is saying. Huh? Let me everyone? ask you, is that the place for an athlete like that? Who's everyone? No, definitely not. No, it's not. No. Go back to Oklahoma City. All right. We're, we both agree we're going to be on Golden State, regardless of whether or not Kevin Durant plays. Yeah. Uh, here's something I want to ask you from your, and it's gambling related, from your show on Sirius, Dale Earnhardt Jr. was on the show. And he talked about how when he was driving some days, he would like check in with his, you know, pit manager or whatever. Pit crew. Yeah. Uh, pit crew on how his teams were doing. Yep. Fantasy teams, favorite teams. Mm-hmm. I have two thoughts on that. One, knowing that, does it make you think differently about how you want to bet on NASCAR drivers? And two, do you feel like it's cool that Dale Earnhardt was so into fantasy that he's checking on his team while he's driving 180 miles an hour? Yeah, I mean, it, it blew my mind to hear the audio because we had the audio on Sirius um, of him in the car driving around the track and asking his pit crew, what's going on with the Redskins game? And they're like, oh, the Lions are up 7 nothing. Stafford just threw a touchdown. He's like, oh, man, you know, but who caught it? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. I've got Golden Tate on my fantasy team. And it's like, it's wild to think that this dude is driving, like you said, 180 miles an hour, and he's just having – a normal back and forth conversation like we would driving down the highway. Like, How is that even possible? Like if you're driving 180 miles an hour, I feel like you have to be full on concentrating the entire time. I, I guess it just becomes second nature to him. I don't know, but he was, I mean, we had the audio of him talking about it and it's like, that's what he's asking about on a Sunday. He wants to know how his Redskins are doing. Huge Redskins fan, wildly knowledgeable about the Redskins. Um, makes me really think about betting NASCAR because uh, it's a little strange. It's a little we strange. have a, at the Action Network, we have a huge, uh, we have a nice partnership going with NASCAR. You should go check out mm-hmm. NASCAR.com. Go check out our stuff on NASCAR.com. They have really cool contests going on, like free-to-play contests that we're writing about. Yep. Um, as a, an organization, they're really smart about betting and really thinking forward about how to engage the fans in betting. Well, NASCAR is great about that because they give you a lot of access, right? I mean, NASCAR gives the fans a lot of access. It's a great sport. Like you can you also, can go on their website, you can go on the series yeah. channel and hush listen up. to the in car audio. That's right. Which is something so you don't get anywhere else. No, that's amazing. It's don't so tell true. Me to shut up. I'll I slap you. I didn't say shut up. I'm not rude. The thing about NASCAR, the thing that's betting that's cool about betting NASCAR, it's a little bit like getting betting golf. Like you can oh, bet yeah, matchups. That's, that's cool, Chad. There's a lot of derivatives. It's like betting golf. Why do you keep looking at your watch? Because uh, I'm getting alerts. They're action network alerts, Chad. I've got a bet on Cincinnati, Milwaukee. Oh, nice. Like I'm covering right now. Um, all right. Secondly, since we were talking about the Redskins, I have two more things I want to cover, and then we got to go. Uh, no, we just started. Yeah, but I got to get back to the office. Um, number one, have you made any NFL futures bets? I feel like we're going to have to start thinking about that for a show soon. I have not. Um, I have. It's too soon. No, it's not. It's too soon. It's not too soon to bet on the Colts. I bet a bit eighteen to one. Now they're down to like twelve mm. to one. I don't hate that. No, I know you I don't. don't. Hate you know that. why? Sharp. 
I don't hate the Colts. I, I think the Colts have a really, really nice, nice shot. Um, I'm delivering the sharp report as we speak. It's an great. action network product feature. Um, Get it in the app. Did you just want to come back on this podcast to make it an infomercial? I've done less for the Action Network today than you've done for NASCAR on this podcast. Um, I've been on the Action Network radio show for two hours telling people to go download your app. So. I was at the office before you were on the radio show. I seriously doubt that, sweetheart. Doing things that are bigger and better than seriously anything you could do that. on the radio. All right. Well, then I guess it doesn't matter if I don't show up tomorrow. Second question. Have you made any MLB future bets during the season? <laughs> um, I've got some bad future bets in, in, in baseball. Let's hear about it. i got the Mets to win the NL. You do not. And to win the World Series. Wow. Did LaDuca, did LaDuca convince you of oh, that? Oh, no. He wants nothing. He says the Mets are hor- horrible. He wants no part of that. Um, I talked to Alex Hyacinth in our office for far too long and convinced myself that the Yankees are a 79-win team and the Mets are going to the World Series. Um, so yeah, I've got those Mets futures holding Rockies future. That one's not looking great. Uh, and, but I do have a Cubs future when they were picked uh, to finish last in the NL central. I was like, fuck this Cubs are better than this. What do you get them at? 12, 12, 15, something like that. I bought the, uh, Boston Red Sox at 12 to one when they were sort of mired in a little bit of a streak. Yeah. And now they're coming out of it. That's a nice one. And that price is going to go much lower. Oh, yeah. And I'm feeling pretty good about it. Where does Dallas Keuchel sign? That is a very good question. I don't know. Oh, look who the fuck it is. This guy. Giggles. Thanks for coming. Producer Giggles. Chuckler. in the door. The Chuckler. Well, I guess we're out of time today. Not out of time. I just asked you, where's Dallas Keuchel going? I don't know. Give me a guess, LaDuca. Who's he play for now? Nobody. He's unsigned. Is he a pitcher? Fucking done. (laughs) This has been the favorites from the Action Network. (laughs) Blackjack's just walking off. This is what you give me? He's just done. (laughs) Who's he play for? Is he a pitcher? You run a sports media company. Maybe I did it just Jesus to make you Christ. angry. I might have your job in three months. You're so you're on edge today. Are you kidding me? You don't know who fucking Dallas Keuchel is? I know who Dallas Keuchel is. You don't know that he's an unsigned free agent? I know all this, Blackjack. I know everything. Apparently but not. I also know that if like I play as dumb as I possibly can, it's not hard for you. It's good for it's good for the podcast. Dallas Keuchel should be a San Diego Padre. I think that's probably the right choice. They could use some pitching. Big Park. He's a fly ball pitcher. I mean, I think the biggest mistake Machado made was signing with the Padres. I'm not going to knock him three hundred million dollars to live in San Diego for ten years. Yeah. Not great think, for your career, great for personal do life. Do you think that Bryce Harper should have signed somewhere with better weather? Is that your point? Um, no, but it depends on what your goals are. I mean, when Bryce I mean, Harper signed with the Tigers, I was shocked. <laughs> but I hate everyone in this room right now. <laughs> um, listen, lifestyle's a factor, okay? It's a factor.
I don't know. If I were Keuchel, I'd try to go to San when Diego. When do you think Big he'll ball. sign? And what do you think that'll do to the Padres' odds? Uh, I don't think he'll sign in San Diego. I think he should, but I don't think he will. I think he's going to be a New York Yankee, is what I think. I think Jay Happ's going to get smacked around one or two more times, and then the Yankees will bring him in on a one-year deal after the draft in the first week of June, because then they won't owe the compensatory pick. And... Dallas Keuchel has always pitched very well in Yankee Stadium. Granted, it's been as a visitor, but he's always pitched really well there. So I think the Yankees will wind up bringing him in. What do you think that'll do to the Yankees' odds? The uh, Yankees' it'll odds. It'll drop him a little bit. Um, but I think this Yankees team is not the team we're going to see going into the postseason. Because when Stanton and Judge and Gregorius get back, they're going to have some tough decisions to make with some of these guys who are playing really well right now. And I think they wind up trading some of these guys for help in their rotation. So uh, Yankees odds will drop, but not by a lot. All right. That is something for us to discuss next time on the Action Network podcast. This has been the Action Network podcast. With That's not the name of it. No, you're right. <laughs> so true. <laughs> is this, is there like a fucking hidden camera in here? <laughs> is this for real? The Action Network podcast? Do you, know what I, <laughs> do you know what happened? I was checking an email while I started talking, and it said Action Network there. And, I'm, and then I just sort of started reading <laughs> This has been the favorites from the Action Network. We're together again. I think I, think I can tell by the redness in your cheeks that you've really enjoyed it. That, it's been great. That is Blackjack so Fletcher. I am Chad Millman. Download the podcast from Apple Podcasts, from radio.com, slash the Action Network, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Until next time, love you. Love you.